Well, good morning. Welcome to Zion Lutheran Church on the seventh Sunday after Pentecost. Just a couple of reminders from me before we begin worship. Uh, first, for those who are participating in the Screw Tape Letters book group and discussion, we will continue on Wednesday and we will discuss chapters 13 through 16. So on your schedules, we will be caught up and in the right place. Also, you'll see in the bulletin there, anything for the newsletter is due by next week. So think about that and get that in if you have anything that will go in a newsletter next month. Right, are there any other announcements for the congregation or prayer requests that you have? Yeah. Uh, Brandy is um, caught pneumonia, so Keep her in our prayers. Yeah, continue to pray. Right, if there are no other announcements, I'll invite you to take a moment to prepare your hearts and minds for worship as we listen to the prelude. you to stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captives to sin and we cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you, God, word and deed, by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may not anger your will, and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to God's people on earth. Almighty God, we thank you for planting in us the seed of your word. By your Holy Spirit, help us to receive it with joy, live according to it, and grow in faith and hope and love. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. First reading is from Isaiah. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led back in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall burst into song, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle. And it shall be to the Lord for a memorial, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. The word of the Lord. We will read responsively Psalm 65. You are to be praised, O God in Zion. To you shall vows be fulfilled. Our sins are stronger than we are, but you blot out our transgressions. Awesome things will you show us in your righteousness, O God of our salvation, O hope of all the ends of the earth and of the oceans far away. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, and the clamor of the peoples. You visit the earth and water it abundantly. You make it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water. You, you prepare the grain, for you so provide for the earth. You drench the furrows and smooth out the ridges. With heavy rain, you soften the ground and 
You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths overflow with plenty. May the meadows cover themselves with flocks, and the valleys cloak themselves with grain. Let them shout for joy and sing. The second reading is from Romans. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are, who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and to deal with sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, so that the just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For this reason, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, indeed it cannot, and those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, you are in the spirit. Since the spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, through the body is, though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit of life, spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give you life to your mortal bodies, also through his spirit that dwells in you. The word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there, while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some, seed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on the good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. That is what was sown on the path. And for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Christ. I invite you to be seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Romans chapter 8 is one of the most beautiful chapters in the Bible. And it's one I constantly go back to personally when I'm looking for the promises of God. And so the next three Sundays, our readings will come from this great chapter. And as we start off this great chapter in Romans 8, we begin with a declaration that God has lifted our death sentence. 
We have heard from St. Paul in Romans that we're all guilty of sin under the law and that the wages of our sin is a death sentence. We all stand accused as sinners. We are totally corrupted by sin. Our hearts have been enslaved to sin, totally captivated by it. But then we know even as Christians, we're still sinners. We still have hearts that sin. We have bodies that are unable to do what we know is right. We keep getting accused over and over for all our wrongdoings, and we wrestle with this reality. We are both fully sinners and fully made right with God. And then in Romans chapter 7, St. Paul ends with this great praise to God, because by Jesus Christ we have been rescued from the law's accusations, and we have been rescued from death. And so what does this all mean? What's the big so what of everything we've heard so far? Well, Romans 8.1 tells us precisely what it means. Therefore, there is no death sentence for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation. There's no death sentence. It has been lifted. Your death sentence has been lifted. <clears throat> in fact, as verse 10 says, not only has your death sentence been lifted, but if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also. Not only do you no longer stand under condemnation, but because Christ is in you, the consequences of your sin will be reversed. Your mortal body, which will someday be put into a grave, will once again be made alive. Everything that is dead about you will become alive through the work of the Holy Spirit. And this happens because the righteousness of Christ is given to you. Paul says here that you share everything with Christ. Now, was Christ left in the grave? No, and so neither will you be. Because Christ took your sin unto himself, you will not stand condemned before God. You will not face the death sentence that you deserve. Christ has already stood condemned on your behalf. There is no condemnation for those in Christ. And for the Christian, this changes everything about their identity, about their life, about their perspective. Everything about who you are is changed because you do not stand condemned. <clears throat> Sometimes it's said that modern people don't think about judgment much. In Luther's day, for example, Christians were very aware that a day was coming when they would stand before God. They were very aware that they were going to die. They were very aware that they would be judged by God. And so this was a terrifying prospect. They wondered over and over if they had done enough to be justified when they stood before God. Had they done enough to be saved? They worried that if the good did not outweigh the bad, then they just might end up cast into hell. And for the most part, people in our society, in our culture, modern people, they don't really have that fear anymore. But the truth is, people still fear condemnation. They fear being judged. Maybe they don't fear being judged by God on the last day so much, but they do fear judgment. They fear not living up to the standard they set for themselves. They fear being canceled by peers in the workplace. They fear being labeled a failure. They fear having wasted their lives. And there are many fears people live because they are afraid of being judged as not up to a standard of good. And this is what condemnation is. Most people simply have substituted fear of being condemned by God with fear of being condemned by others. And so even this morning, even to a modern audience, this is why Romans 8.1 is so important for us to hear. This is indeed about the judgment on the last day. On that last day, because of Jesus Christ, you will not be condemned. But we're also reminded that we are free from the condemnation of this world. As those who have been justified by faith, we live as slaves of God and not as slaves of this world. The condemnations of this world have no eternal consequence for you. You do not stand condemned before God. No matter what the world says about you, no matter what accusations are thrown at you, you do not stand condemned before God. 
And not only do you not stand condemned before God, St. Paul tells us, you also bring pleasure to God. You please God. God is pleased with you. Having been rescued by Christ, having been given Christ's righteousness, and having been given the Holy Spirit, God now delights in you. God enters into your life and enters into you, and he creates in you what is good. He creates that which will delight him. He brings the very presence of his son into your life, and you become a person who bears that presence, and God delights in this. God delights in you. There's a great verse from the prophet Zephaniah, which describes it as, as this. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. I love that, that verse. God rejoices over you with gladness. He exalts over you with gladness. And it's not because he doesn't care about your sins. It's not that just he simply overlooks all the evil in your life and all your past, present, and future sins. Rather, it's because when God sees you, he sees his son in you. The righteousness of Christ has been exchanged with you. Christ took your sin and he gave you his holiness. And so God delights in you. God joyfully sings over you. And you can pursue the rich realities of what this means for your life. You're a person who does not need to be weighed down with shame, with guilt, with insecurities. You don't have to be weighed down with all that it entails being a sinner in this world. Nor do you have to attempt to live your life with the accusations of the law standing over you all the time. You simply get to be. You get to rest. You get to find joy in being one in whom God delights. If you've had someone who is overbearing in your life, you may begin to understand why this is good news, what the gospel is all about. Perhaps you've had a parent, a grandparent, a sibling, teacher, coach, neighbor, boss, where your relationship with them is defined by you never being good enough. You could study hard, get a B plus, and you were chastised for not getting an A. You could play a sport as well as you could, but you were never as skilled as the others who excelled, and you were told that you were not good enough. Perhaps you have a boss who's always critical of your work, or you have customers who are always critical. Maybe you're hard on yourself. Your conscience accuses you because you don't live up to a standard you set for yourself. And whatever that relationship is, you know how deflating the constant accusation can be. It's always difficult to be told how inadequate you are. You're not good enough. And this is how Satan will use the law in your life. He will accuse you with all kinds of lies. Lies like you're not a good enough Christian. You don't love your neighbor enough. You cause too many problems for your family. You don't pray enough. You're not excited about church like you should be and so on. Satan and the world will use these accusations to beat you down and to make you question what God has done for you. And so with these accusations, we have to hold on to the promises we find in Romans 8. No matter how inadequate I feel right now, there is no condemnation for those in Christ. No matter how critical people are of me, there is no condemnation for those in Christ. And no matter how many times I mess up, there is no condemnation for those in Christ. Because you see here in Romans 8 that the gospel that the promises of God are not just about a second chance. This is not just being released from prison to be on probation. This is not just, okay, you're forgiven, but don't mess up again or you're really in for it. Instead, this is a declaration that you are God's beloved child. God has put his spirit into your heart. He has brought life to you, and he delights in who you are now. You do not stand condemned before God. Your sin, that which did once condemn you, was taken by Christ. It is gone. Your body of sin, that which ought to be left in hell forever, will be raised up and made immortal. Because you are not condemned, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
stand and confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten of not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation. Pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Father of mercy, our sins have merited thorns and briars and yield only trouble and strife. And so forgive our transgressions that we may rejoice in your name, knowing that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, you send forth your word as abundantly as rains upon the earth. Grant that we would never take your generosity for granted, but would seek the refreshment of your word in every circumstance. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of life, continue to sow your word through the fields of the earth. Bless pastors and missionaries as they proclaim your truth. Prepare the hearts of all who hear to believe and yield abundant fruit. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, bless parents and grandparents and neighbors with faithfulness as they plant your word into the ears of their children and neighbors, that they may grow steadfast among the cares and troubles of this world. Lord, in your mercy. Creator of heaven and earth, by your word you send forth rain and snow to make the world bring forth and sprout. Give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Provide us seasonable weather and bountiful harvest that we may enjoy daily bread and praise your gracious name. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, look with mercy upon those who suffer from illness of body or mind. Be especially with Ardith, Charlie, Jane, Lynn, Carol, Eileen, Nancy, Jamie, Frank, Roxanne, Connie, Marilyn, Virgil, Dave, Tony, Carolyn, Amanda, Brandy. Give them healing and comfort them with your presence. Grant them with patience to endure suffering and assure them at all times that they are your dear, dear children and that the glory of Christ awaits them. Lord, in your mercy. God of all grace, you have made us your holy children and freed us from the bondage to the flesh. Sustain us in repentance and faith that we may receive Christ's body and blood for life and salvation. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Almighty God, your spirit calls us by the gospel to the new life of faith. We praise you and acknowledge you as our Lord. Deliver us from all temptation that we may live under you, serve you in righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Now the peace of the Lord be with you always.
Holy God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts toward those who hunger in any way, that, w that all may know your care, and prepare us now to feast on the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, Almighty and merciful Father, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending mighty and merciful Lord, heaven and earth are full of your glory. In great love you sent to us Jesus, your Son, who reached out to heal the sick and suffering, who preached good news to the poor, and who on the cross opened his arms to all. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering, therefore, his death, resurrection, and ascension, we await his coming in glory. Pour out upon us the spirit of your love, O Lord, and unite the wills of all who share this heavenly food the body and blood of Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Thanks be to God.
benediction. I invite you to stand. Let us pray. We give you thanks, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through the healing power of this gift of life. In your mercy, strengthen us through this gift in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen.